Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The wisdom, the nuggets, the life lesson. Uh, avoid it if you can. Mm. But what happens when you don't kill the game? What happens when there are those days, weeks or months where things are not working out yeah. for you? But what's this preoccupation you have with buying a house by 25? Like sexy. I'm going to be sexy for as long as I can. 100%. Everything was give it all that you have. And then I would always be shocked when I had nothing left. The reason that many of us are becoming boring when we get older is because we have no hobbies. Hello and welcome to the To My Sisters podcast. I'm Renee. And I'm Courtney and we are your online sisters and hosts of the To My Sisters podcast. We are all about promoting the wellness, growth and development of a community of sisters across the world. And in today's conversation, we are going to be sharing 25 things we have learned at 25 somebody's birthday is in two days well two days from recording this two days before you're listening to it and she's turning 26 grown woman era gather around gathering around how you feeling old i'm trolling i actually feel i actually really do not feel old at all Mm -hmm. um good Good. i feel very very good about this birthday i feel very very good about being 26 i feel content man Good. Yeah. Happy National Renee Month. Yes, February. If you are new around here, I'm not the person that celebrates their birthday on one day. I'm the person that celebrates their birthday throughout the, the month. month. So, <laughs> welcome to National Renee Month. In the spirit of it being Renee's birthday and us being in our quarter life era and entering into our very much grown woman era, Come no on. longer youths. We are grown women. We thought we would share 25 life lessons we have learned in our 25 years of life. Absolutely. But before we get into it, housekeeping announcements, baby girl. Hello, let's go. Our book is launching and we're having an event here in London with Fane. That was beautiful. Thank you. Wow. I didn't even plan it. I know. I could tell. You just uh, It's a gift. (laughs) well so <laughs> if you would like to grab a ticket please 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 do they are already on sale the link is in our description and our bios it's literally everywhere it's in the show notes Absolutely. so please grab a ticket come and support us and celebrate the launch of our debut book to my sisters a guide to building lifelong friendship which you should also buy because it's available to pre-order as you are listening very to exciting this scenes. podcast very exciting scenes and Everyone can come. Everybody. Everyone's mothers, fathers, uncles, sisters, brothers, sorry. that You are all invited. You guys are already, just come on over. <laughs> come on over. We're ready to host everybody. Yeah. So please, please, please purchase a ticket. Yeah. Support us. And the great thing is, if you haven't already purchased a book mm-hmm. and you'd like to come, there will be tickets where you'll be able to purchase a book on the day. Fantastic. Or you can purchase it in advance with the ticket itself we love to see plus word on the street is if you do want to get a little bit of a signature you'll be look guys i don't know how much that signature is going to be worth in the next five to ten years to be honest it's a as sure an investment strategy as bitcoin hello so if you want to invest in the To My Sisters coin, I suggest you purchase a ticket, purchase a book and come say hi to us after the show for a little 
insignia, if you will. There we go. Shout out to everyone who sent in their vision application. Crazy. We are reading, we are scanning, we are sifting through, and we will get back to the winner very, very, very soon. Um, are we going to announce the winner? Because I don't want them to be ambushed. It might be nice though. I think it would be nice yeah. to celebrate. I don't think anybody, we won't give out personal details like that. Yeah. Just maybe an IG profile yeah. or something to go say congratulations. All right, cool. And yeah. if there's any, you know, fraudulent behavior or if there's anyone that's just ill, you know, sending ill mm. wishes, sick them girls, get them. Do it. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yes, we are uh, working on that. We're working on a lot of things, including the international trips, all the announcements from last They're week's coming. basically. Um, but into the ding, ding, ding. Dilemma. Hey sisters, hey. I've been a part of the sisterhood since the how we got into Oxford and Cambridge days and it's been beautiful to see how God has come through for you and how well you've stewarded the resources he has given you. Beautiful. I have a deep dislike for my life at the moment. Oh no. Yeah, I have for a while, mainly due to living in a turbulent household, but right. I can't move out of yet. Right. Although I won't go into much detail, many of my life circumstances are not in my control at the moment and they probably won't be for the next four to five years. Oh, no. These circumstances suddenly hit my life like a ton of bricks and since they are out of my control yet affect me on a daily basis, I feel helpless. Mm. I am a very ambitious person, but over time my passion and drive for life and my goals are fading away. I am so demotivated. I've been battling depression for the past five years and feel more and more defeated as time goes on. I am very unhappy. I wake up every day wishing the days were over. Time is going so slow and I can't wait to wake up one day where things will be better and I can finally have control over my life and start thriving. Yeah. How can I hold on to hope, keep my spirits high and stay in the moment? I want to live, not just exist, while waiting for better days. Any advice will be appreciated. Love a sister in need who has been supporting since the beginning. Oh, uh, first of all, sis, Thank you so much for supporting us. Thank you for being a part of this community, but also thank you for investing in us way before yeah, TMS journey. was even a thing. Like thinking about that video, that was like what, six, seven years ago now? Most likely, yeah. Which yeah. is insane. And we have grown so much and just changed so much since yeah. then. So thank you for investing in us. Thank mm. you for watching us. Thank you for being a supporter, a sister, everything. We appreciate you and love you dearly. Um, now with this dilemma, first of all, I'm really sorry that this is your experience. Mm. I think it's never pleasant to know that there's certain things that you are hoping for, desiring for certain ambitions that you have and knowing that there's also circumstances beyond your control mm. that are preventing you from, you know, doing the things that you want to do in the way that you want mm -hmm. to do them. And I think that resonates with so many different people, so many different sisters where it feels like you want to make progress, but the rate of progress is hampered considerably by the fact that there are things and situations out of your control. So I just want to say sorry that that's actually your experience. And it's something that many of us have dealt with um, and don't feel too alone in that experience because mm. many of us are going through it at the same time as well. Definitely. I think that before we kind of talk about the general things that we can be doing to ensure that this is more of a positive experience for you whilst these circumstances are impacting your you know, capacity to progress with your goals, um, whether there is a clinical diagnosis for depression, I think it's always worth, you know, um, pursuing professional help if you do have resourcing to or capacity mm -hmm. to, um, especially because it seems like this is a long-term thing that you've been going through mm -hmm. and the feelings have been quite persistent, which is actually one of the... Um, 
what's the word? Symptoms? Yes. Which is actually one of the symptoms of depression, um, at least the clinical diagnosis. So mm. I would definitely encourage you to maybe seek professional help, mm. um, whether it be through formal counseling, through therapy, whether it be going through some, going to some mental health pop-ups that may be available mm. either in your region or online, mm. even if it's going for an initial consultation, just to know that, you know, this is something that is above and beyond just general feelings of yeah. loneliness and low mood. And I think it's important as it will help you combat it and think more um, strategically about how you might want to combat those persistent feelings. Mm. So that's the first area that I'd like to address in terms of thinking more generally around how you can help yourself get into a place where you can actually still be hoping for things um, and overcome low motivation mm -hmm. I think it's important to cultivate a sense of mindfulness and sometimes the best way that we can combat that feeling of hopelessness towards our future is to invest in our present mm. um, and to this end I'm not too sure what your situation is you haven't really given too many details around the circumstances and I don't want to generalize or um, be um, inconsiderate around the circumstances that have arisen but I think in terms of thinking about your community if it's a family situation you may want to look at friends for example mm. and cultivating the daily things that you can do with your friends or by yourself to allow you to have that feeling of positivity and mindfulness mm. I think whilst it's really lovely to have that hope of a better future combating those feelings of you know persistent lowness and low mood can be um, done in short can be done through ensuring that you actually invest in your present and mm. stay in the present and actually enjoy the present. Mm. So where you can, whether it be engaging more with your friends on a regular basis and actually having those conversations with mm. your friends to let them know, yo, this is what I'm going through right mm. now. And I would appreciate having your support during this time can actually help so, so much. I think one of my favorite sayings um, is something that my mom says all the time, a problem shared is a problem half solved. Mm -hmm. And whilst your friends may not necessarily be able to solve your entire pro problems that, you know, you're going through, they may be able to support you and give you a sense of, you know, meaningfulness when it comes to your existence and mm -hmm. actually add color and flavor to your days. Yeah. So having those conscious catch-ups with your friends, whichever family members you feel comfortable confiding with or engaging with, Investing in those relationships too can be really, really helpful. Mm -hmm. And then paring down the macro goals with the micro goals is something that we've spoken about at length in quite a few of our episodes mm -hmm. and quite consistently over the course of season four. But sometimes whilst it is great to hope for, you know, the bigger goals and whatnot, it's also really nice to have micro goals or goals that you can have within the span of a week or a mm -hmm. month to kind of give you that motivation to get towards the end mm -hmm. of the week. It might be having a session in, you know, the week where you actually get to do something you really enjoy Enjoy having a hobby um, that really feels pleasantries within your day, that kind of thing. Or it may be actually just having some time to decompress. Mm. Sometimes, depending on the circumstance that you're you're in, it can feel as though the world is collapsing yeah. around you. And sometimes you actually just need space and time yeah. to process. So building in time within your day and within your weeks to actually have time to process, whether it be through journaling, going through the long walks, whether it is meditating, but actually having time for yourself is really really important yeah. and if you have capacity to do that I definitely encourage that um and then the last thing that I'll say of course there's a whole host of things that I could say but I think in terms of what I think is super important I personally and of course um Courtney is 
women of faith really do um, have a deep spiritual connection being Christians, whatever it is for you. Sometimes it is really, really helpful and important to have the belief in something that is bigger than yourself and something Mm -hmm. that can overcome your situation. Mm -hmm. And I think in terms of the pressure that can come with feeling as though it's only you that has to take yourself out of this situation can actually be really, really harmful rather than helpful. So I would definitely encourage you to go on that spiritual journey. If that is something that is, um, you know, within your arena, something Mm. that you feel comfortable with and exploring finding communities that you can also feel comfortable doing that with. But one thing that has been super, super helpful in terms of being a motivating force, um, something that has added light to the end of the tunnel on some of the darkest days, at least for me personally, Mm. and for a number of the other sisters is actually having a real spiritual connection Mm. to, um, for us, that's God. So I definitely recommend doing that Mm. and um, seeing if that, is also an avenue that you'd be interested in. Definitely. Now, I have nutted on for quite a no, bit. Solid advice. Solid advice. Miss Courtney, I would love to hear if you have anything, <laughs> please, <laughs> to add. No, literally everything that you said is exactly what I'd echo. Like those feelings are something a lot of us can relate to but at the same time just because it's relatable doesn't mean that um it's something that should be trivialized or normalized and so I'm really proud of the fact that you even reached out to us to ask for help and we are definitely not clinical psychologists we are not therapists we are not even psychology majors we just read I mean sometimes. you did get your I, little... I did get not my little that's my whole degree I know <laughs> I realized the letters after my name. You get a little that I in my head it was like HSP. The P was psychology. No, it wasn't. It was politics. Well, guys, on today's episode of how much do you really know your best? Good God. Um we're gonna move past that but um yeah i mean i did a module too in psychology at uni but basically i'm not equipped we are not equipped to qualify yeah qualify to diagnose to really help you in the way that you deserve um we can just give you sisterly advice and this is what this uh space exists for and as people who have been in a very similar situation i would say um one thing that kind of helped me was faith and speaking to people Mm. when realizing that you know I'm not alone in this kind of situation but also just having that outlet whether it be friends family trusted people you could have these conversations with who you know can just remind you that you should keep holding on to hope but that concept of hope I think you need to also know what you are hoping for Mm. so taking time to you know think about the future pray about the future um, but also putting the practical steps in place to start taking those baby steps I know you said that there are several factors in your life right now which you feel like are outside of your control which you cannot change nor can you escape and I think that that's you know, very valid. And that's one thing. And I also think we can then take an assessment of, okay, where do I, what would be my optimum? What would be my happiness? What would be, is it moving out? Is it working in this particular space? Is it having this kind of relationship with my family, overcoming this kind of pain and heartbreak? What does happiness actually look like to you? What are you hoping for? Draw up that vision and start to like reverse engineer and think, what can I start doing now every day practically? 
to help me. And that could be little habits, journaling, taking time for myself, all the things that Renee mentioned, finding a hobby, finding an activity which could help you escape to some extent, um, maybe even keep you out of the house for as many hours as possible. And maybe your household can then become somewhere you just sleep. You know, and then you you get up in the morning and you go out, you do your thing, you come back, you sleep. Um, If you have to be an active participant, just find times in your day that you can just dedicate to doing you, taking care of your mental health and things which actually spark genuine moments of joy in your heart on a daily basis. Um, I think that would be very important and you shouldn't feel selfish for doing that. It's actually very vital if you are really trying to overcome these feelings of sadness and unhappiness. But even on a more practical step, you know, if it is looking like I need to move out, you're never really too young to do that. Obviously, legal ages and states and stuff like that. But if it is, you know, a dire situation, start researching how to, you know, get in touch with your local authorities to find yourself some housing or um, start thinking about getting a job or, you know, what qualifications you have so that you can move out when you go to uni, depending on your age, like, just think about what practical steps do I need to actually change my life and start talking to other people about that, people who you feel safe with, people who are actually equipped to help you. Um, But start thinking about how you change this because being unhappy about your life circumstance is the Mm. worst feeling ever. And sometimes the only thing we can do to feel power is to grab whatever thing we can do to just enact change. And it, it may be small, but if you're taking small steps to it every day, at least that will be your reminder to have hope that you are getting closer and closer to the goal. You you keep working, you keep stacking, you keep saving, you keep going to therapy, you keep having the hard conversations or you keep journaling, you keep praying. There's always going to be hope as long as you keep taking these steps forward. So yeah, definitely think about what you can do to to change your life and surround yourself with people who can help you with that process because it's very hard to do it alone it's not impossible to do alone but it's better done with others right yeah so that's what i'd say sister we love you we actually pray that um god would give you joy in this time even in the smallest things and deep deep a deep deep sense of peace um as well as a new spark of vision and cause for whatever is kind of holding you back or you feel like is completely leaving your control um to change and actually turn around in terms of the situation and so we pray for safety um love in your life as well and i i actually hope that you find people who you can do life with and get through this time with and when you get to the other side baby girl we will be all there uh ready to celebrate with you but even in this time we give you our love and our compassion and our support keep us updated keep talking to us please so let's get into the episode 25 things we have learned at 25 the wisdom the nuggets the life lesson avoid it if you can Mm. because <laughs> Avoid it if you can. I think you make a good point. Because if you can, don't do it. Don't do it. I'm very excited I think for this that's episode. The PSA we all do you know why? Do I you want to kick off? Yeah, let's do let's it. Go. Let's do it. I'm a bit nervous. I hope we don't uh, waffle. Well, not nah, waffle. You know, you, just, you see, it, we have a podcast. Yeah, just, so, <laughs> and you guys have been here for the long haul. So, <laughs> let's go. All right. So, out of my list, mm-hmm. I think the first thing that comes to mind mm-hmm. for me, and just reflecting on twenty five, mm-hmm. is forgiving yourself and focusing on healing your trauma. Mm. I think that sometimes 
we wait until certain circumstances or certain situations arise for us to realize, oh, okay, cool, that hurt me. Or, oh, okay, cool, I haven't healed from this. Mm. Or, oh, okay, cool, this is resurfacing. Mm. But I think being proactive about dealing with trauma has helped me immensely, especially, I want to say from about age 23, 24, Mm -hmm. really proactively sitting with myself and being like, yo, what's the trauma that I'm actually still dealing Mm -hmm. with? Or what is resurfacing again and again Mm -hmm. for me, especially when I'm interacting with other people. Mm -hmm. And then next to that, forgiving myself. Mm -hmm. I think we, when we think of forgiveness, we often think of someone else has wronged me or I've gone Mm -hmm. through something at the hands of somebody else. But one thing that I realized that I was dealing with, especially towards, I guess, the beginning of my 20s was this incapacity to forgive myself for a whole host of different things. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know what that looked like, right? right? Forgiving myself for, okay, sometimes I slipped up or I failed at particular junctures of my life or just forgiving myself on a daily basis. I mean, I've spoken on the podcast at length before around my perfectionist tendencies and the desire to always be that person that's like on top or like, absolutely killing the game but what happens when you don't kill the game what happens when there are those days weeks or months where things are not working out for you what happens when you're persistently not on you know on top of things and giving myself permission to actually be down bad Mm. that was really really important for me Mm. especially in the early stages of my 20s where it felt like there were so many things changing so quickly Mm. that of course I wouldn't be equipped to deal with these situations because I had no frame of reference so even this whole idea of of, you know being perfect and all that kind of stuff there was so much pressure to have a perfect response to changing situations that when I felt like I had failed I had little self-forgiveness I had little self-forgiveness That's for myself good. so the first thing that I would say is yo forgive yourself yeah. and focus on healing that trauma baby yeah. girl because one thing about trauma is it's gonna come back it's gonna come it back resurface. and take your time with it too And I can't sit here and honestly say, okay, I'm 26. I've completely healed Mm. because I know there's going to be situations in which the worst in me will arise again. I'm self-aware enough to know that even like now there's certain things. I will say that I'm much better at dealing with things. My responses are a lot more mature and there's definitely been a lot of growth in Mm. terms of how I handle situations that make me feel uncomfortable. However, the great thing about the human experience. And I think it's something that we often don't afford each other now is this is a lifelong journey. This is a lifelong dedication to, I'm going to know how to deal with some things Mm. and others I will have to learn on the job Mm. or learn on the go. Mm. There's experiences I haven't had yet and I'm looking forward to them on the one hand, but on the other hand, I'm preparing myself to have grace for myself because I haven't got all things figured Figured out out. and that's okay. Completely. When it comes to forgiving yourself, it's not just about, oh, I did that wrong, but it's also about understanding that you only have your experiences or your knowledge up until a certain point, which is right now. Mm. And sometimes you don't have the benefit of hindsight. Sometimes you don't have the benefit of experience. Sometimes you don't have the benefit of people or resources to help you to navigate something correctly, quote unquote. So forgiving myself, proactively healing my trauma and having enough grace for myself Mm. in the future, knowing that I'm probably going to stumble again, Mm. but at least I know that when I stumble, I've already front loaded that grace. Yeah, 100%. So that's the first thing that that's I would say. Good. Ooh, not a deep dive. Deep dive, point. baby girl. But I'm going, you know, throw it back over to that side. What you got for us? 
Okay, so my first thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I didn't know that was coming. I don't it know why that's like, oh, shocking. Like me. my me. I um, think it was the whole ping pong thing. I don't know what was going on. Nah, good analogy. My first thing is put God first in everything. Mm-hmm, come on. Um, now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No, that song is about sex. Glory be <laughs> to the Lord in the highest. Hallelujah. Yeah, that's the best version. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Put God first in everything. I have come to the realization mm-hmm. that, especially oh, finding yeah. faith in my late teens, yeah, 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 um, that you know what things are so much better when you keep your eyes on god yeah they are so much mm-hmm. less over life is so much less overwhelming yeah um your perspective of yourself gets better if for me understanding god growing in my faith having a relationship with god has yeah. given me such a great grounding and a sense of self and identity and confidence and mm-hmm. i think when people look at us when people look at me and they're kind of like oh how are you this how are you that how have you done this how yeah. have you done that no matter how practical the advice i can give is no matter how um you know wise i can come across and i can put it in fancy terms there is at the bottom line a sense of it's not me yeah, it's yeah. my relationship with god it is god um and that's just something i can never take away i can never re- like subtract from any of the equations of my success or even the way I've dealt with failure or Mm. even my experience of failure itself and I think a lot of us are trying to navigate the world in our own wisdom and in our own understanding of things and I've had to come to the acknowledgement that one God's ways are higher than my ways two like you just mentioned I don't know everything and I won't know everything there are going to be many things outside of my control Mm. so no matter how amazing and talented and gifted I am there are some things I have to surrender yeah. and something I have to surrender to. Yeah. And that's God in my case. Um, and it's given me a great sense of purpose as well. And yeah, it's just been a great sense of comfort to me. So when I say put God first in everything, it's something that dawned on me yesterday, which was I am a created being, obviously from a biblical perspective, I am a created being and I was created to please God, right? And when I think about that, it makes everything else get in line. Work gets in line. Like when I find myself getting overwhelmed or fearing people's opinion Mm. or um, getting to a point where I'm like, ah, like I'm being defined by my work and my successes and even sometimes getting caught up in pride and arrogance over the things that are happening. When I remind myself, you were a being created to please God first and foremost, it reminds me that A, I am enough. B, I am a work in progress and see all of these other fluffy stuff are additions. Like all this thing we called life are just additions. Mm. But at my core, I can never lose sight of the fact that I have a father and my connection with him is what's keeping me alive. Mm -hmm. I'm breathing his air Mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm operating based on his instruction and his guidance and all the other fluffy stuff that you'll have to go to church to hear. But Yeah, that would be my first one. I love that. Um, yeah, hit us with number two. Oh, number two. <laughs> Make giving a priority. Mm. So I think especially as we're coming into this age, it's very much been about like... The self. The self. Me, Doing me, things from me, me, me. All of that. All that good stuff. Yeah. And I think what's been beautiful about, you know, to my sisters, what's been beautiful about cultivating such a wonderful relationship with Courtney, as well as all of the various other people in my life, you know who you are. You know how people do that. Shout out to you. Shout out to you. Yeah. I just want to thank my mama. Um, <laughs> 
make giving a priority in every single capacity that you can whether That's it's good. your time whether it's your money resources mm. i was having a conversation with a friend yesterday just briefly around how little people give mm. and it's understandable given the fact that all of us are in situations yeah. where it may be difficult to actually give especially financially mm. but when you actually make it a priority and you see the um, impact yeah. that giving can make on somebody's life this is part and parcel of the reason that we're doing the vision challenge because yeah. we know that that is the difference between I have a vision and I've made it plain yeah. and made it reality. So make giving a priority, whether it be, you know, volunteering or whether it be giving back in particular sessions so or good. picking up somebody as a mentee, yeah. make giving a priority, yeah. not necessarily because you want to have some kind of reward in mm. the end, but because giving as a principle is such a good thing to do Come and on. it will really sharpen your character as well. Insofar yeah. as your priority is no longer just about what you can read, yeah. but very much focused on what you can sow. And then as a, you know a nice little bonus you know you'll get some some stuff coming back to 100%. you but give because this world is unkind and mm, you can be the like one the of exactly you can be the one person that's actually made somebody's day or somebody's life so give that's good so miss courtney yeah what have you got for us next my next one is lean into the soft skills that come naturally to come you because now. they will be your highest paying right, skills baby. Come on now. so you know back to what we were saying i got all these little degrees or whatever fancy fancy space letters letters behind my name but the things that have made mm, the things that have made me the most money have been my speaking ability my ability to critically think um my ability to lead people motivate people uh storytell edit uh take pictures and kind of capture the way i see the world through a camera And I think that's so sick. And I wish when I was younger, I had caught onto that because Mm. I would have started a few things a lot earlier. I would have Mm. been a YouTuber from 14. I can imagine. Uh, And I probably would have been like- You would have killed it too. 100%. I would have been a billionaire by now. 100%. It's not too late. It's never too late. Um, But yeah, I, I think to myself, when I look at my life, the things that have brought me the most fulfillment and the most money have been these soft skills. Mm. And so I would have- I would have told myself if I was younger, but also now I'm realizing and I really love it that these soft skills, depending on what you're called to do in your life, these soft skills matter. Like Mm -hmm. I'm sure even with you with writing, right? It's not necessarily like a soft skill, but you get what I mean. It's not like focus on engineering or focus on like, you know, becoming a great historian, like nah, learn to write and keep practicing at that writing. And the same with me, like keep making videos or, you know, keep learning how to, put things in sentences and speak things out in a way that's emotive and captivating. And the more you master that, Mm the higher you'll be valued Absolutely. as well, right? And your contribution to the world will be extremely valuable. So that's that was the second life lesson. I love that. Thanks, man. I'm trying. Okay, you succeeded. <laughs> All right, what we got next on the list from Miss Renee is make exercise a habit. Yes. <laughs> Baby, make Talk exercise. Talk about it to us. Hello, because I've spoken again about my journey into the whole fitness thing and like exercising, health and nutrition, all mm. that jazz. I wish Mm. that I had made exercising a habit way Way earlier earlier. on and not just for aesthetic or functionality Mm. or anything like that, Mm. but as something I actually enjoy doing because there are a whole myriad of reasons as to why exercise is good for you and healthy beyond I want to look a certain way, but the way that I feel counteracting, you know, symptoms of depression Mm. and anxiety, my mental wealth and health, like just my overall happiness, um, 
And I genuinely believe had I exercised earlier, I would have been an athlete in something. I think, I think very, yeah. But it's okay. It's fine. It's At least I have the gym. There you go. If you see me in like a powerlifting competition Facts. or I in can some see kind that. of, you know. I can see that for sure. You know. Yeah. You know. Um, but in something like that or some kind of like sprinting or whatever, mm. I would have been an athlete. Mm. But. The real point is make things that are good for you habits good. as opposed to things that you have to do. Good. Because when it becomes part of your routine, then success becomes an inevitable. Mm. Inevitability that mm-hmm. like you will succeed. Mm. So even when thinking about like how I exercise now, aesthetics, weight management, all that kind of stuff that mm-hmm. people put so much emphasis on when they're exercising is secondary to mm. me. What is primary to me is how am I feeling? Yeah. Um, what kind of strength gains can I make? What kind of functional strength um, gains can I make? Yeah. How do I actually, how competent do I feel when performing mm. these particular exercises? And it's become a habit to the point that I feel uncomfortable during mm. the week when I feel like I haven't moved right. around a bit. It's also been so pivotal in my cognitive function, the way that I think about things. Some of my best ideas have come from when I'm exercising. Mm-hmm. You know, there's certain things that you'd be doing. You'll be out here running or pushing yeah. past something, something. And you're like, if I can take this here, I can take this mm. elsewhere. And if I've been showing up consistently and made, made this part of my routine, yeah. I know that there's actually nothing beyond my capacity to do. Especially because I think that there are three main things that you, four main things that you need to crush. Mm. Mind, mm-hmm. body, soul, mm-hmm. spirit. Mm-hmm. Most of us overlook body and mm-hmm. go straight to mind, spirit, soul, all of that kind of stuff, your emotions. Once you master your body, everything your flesh, can really everything can really line. fall in line. So I definitely say exercise. That's excellent. Mm. Yo. Mm-mm-mm. And the body can testify. Yeah. Oh, Here stop. we go. Here we go. <laughs> go with me. I'm about to drop it like it's hot right now. Feel like the... a bowl of oatmeal. Don't kill me. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> 26 and fine, 25. I'm about to be. Come on. And this is another thing. I'm going to be sexy for as long as I can. 100%. 100%. As, as long 100%. as. 100%. Have you seen Angela Bassett? Ooh. I'm trying to be Angela a Bassett. Fine woman of Viola. Ooh. Yeah. Well, my next one is there's no need to rush. Um, I think as a, a, a very ambitious person, I completely relate to the girl in the dilemma, like a very ambitious person as an overachiever, yep. as somebody who, you know, writes goals, wants to tick them off, wants to get them done and is used to excelling. Um, it can be very easy for me to kind of get to this point where I'm like, what's next what's next yeah, yeah, gotta yeah. do this yep, by yep, this yep. age and I remember I was telling the story on my YouTube channel I was talking about how I've been wanting to buy a house for a couple of years now and every time I tried it kept falling through something you've seen this behind yeah, the scenes yeah, yeah. something keeps going wrong and I was so frustrated I spoke to my dad and he was like but what's this preoccupation you have with buying a house by 25 like what's wrong with you now just like it's ambition you know your dad is so funny sometimes the way he says things i'm just like yeah, yeah that's why i don't call him often <laughs> you come off the phone you have an existential crisis you know what it makes me feel sorry it's such a deviation but you know when you ask like male friends for mm-hmm. advice they're just like but what is why completely are you sick Com- like, is okay? and i think that's a, a very valid point like when you see the way men process things and women process things for mm-hmm. a lot of men mm-hmm. I would say from what I could tell from the men in my life, things aren't necessarily time bound. There's still that sense of like go get a mentality and they're very like, I'm on it. I have a goal. I'm going to reach it. But Mm. they're more so focused on 
let's get the goal rather than I need to get this goal by 30. I yeah, need yeah, to get yeah. this goal by, yeah. especially with like biological clock ticking mm. and all of that for women um, and people reminding us of this, you know, constructed concept of your biological clock and all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I actually can take my time. Yep. Like I found myself at 24, 25 feeling like, oh my God, am I a failure? And it's like, how you've got like three quarters of your life or you know whatever ahead of you what the heck like you're not even halfway um and so yeah just there's no need to rush take time go and listen to last week's episode actually if you want to hear about patience and endurance and not giving up basically don't give up baby we're just getting started just getting started what's actually excellent about that point is i have a related point to that i love it when not the white man voice you know what's funny? <laughs> <laughs> what? There's so many white men voices that we could do. There's the, you know, received... Pr- Anyways. Nah, stop it. Yeah, let's not. Let's stop not, it. Man, Shout out to you. Yeah. Our Caucasian brothers. Yeah. If you're listening to this, welcome to these sides. We are black. We are... <laughs> Just in case you're listening, you ain't seen <laughs> you the cover. That is so funny. <laughs> but actually, related to that mm. is the importance of sequencing. Mm. So I think sometimes when we're thinking of being things being time bound right we're very much like i want to get this i want to do this i want to do this but sequencing is just as important as the thing that you want to achieve because the sequencing can determine whether you achieve it at all so i think that's such a great example insofar as many of us are like oh i want this thing like Mm. i want a house for example but it's like when do i want to get the Mm. house when feasibly makes sense Mm. and does this take precedence over other Other certain things? things for me in my early 20s i was very much about these are a um set of innocuous things that I want to get all by the same time. Right, right, that right. That doesn't make sense. At all. Because your focus is going to be diverted. If mm. you see yourself as a finite amount of resource, energy mm. cannot be um, destroyed or created. It can only be transferred. If you split that energy amongst 10 different things, you won't get the results right. You won't get the results that you want. However, if you line things up so they're one after the other, then you can give the same amount of mm-hmm. full energy to each thing yeah. and you'll actually reap a lot more. 100%. It's almost very similar to some investment strategies. Yeah. So thinking about like VCs, right? It's yeah. like they will give a big amount of money to something they think is going to return them a lot of money 100%. to, right? And as much as you want to diversify your mm-hmm. po- portfolio, if you find yourself stretched thin, mm-hmm. then you won't actually see decent gains. Mm-hmm. Sometimes no risk, no reward. A hundred percent. So sequence things out, make sense of the plan. Like give us chapters yeah. in the storybook. You can't have, you can't read 10 chapters mm-hmm. all at the same time. Mm-hmm. You have to read chapter one, then chapter two, then chapter three. Good. And then think about how you can strategize as well Good. to achieve those things, yeah. right? So if it is that you want to get the house, the car, um, the degree, whatever it is, how can you set it up so that you can get these things one after the other and actually get a wonderful return on all of these investments and the thing about that that's perfect is you can afford to be more tunnel vision the younger you are i think the older you get the more you have to think about diversification because your your risk the level of risk you can take is far less but when you're younger you can afford to say i'm going to start that business and i'm just going to focus on that because at the end of the story what i basically said was i realized that whilst an investment 
housing and owning property is an amazing investment strategy. My main investment that other people who had bought houses young weren't mm. doing was I was building a business, mm-hmm, a creative mm-hmm. business at that. So CDB London, YouTube, TMS, all of that took money. And it's like, okay, so was I going to take the money that I had in savings that I was in, using to invest in my creative ideas mm-hmm. and my companies to then buy a house? Because how could the companies then grow? You know, so it's kind of like, you do have to think about how you're going to stack these things and it hopefully can lead to a domino effect. There you go. So my next one is you don't have to work to the point of burnout. And it's something I was talking about very recently with, yeah, with Michael Manee. And when I listened to, so we, but we were both guests by separate occasions on the common sense podcast and um it's hosted by this guy called michael mini he absolutely amazing guy doing great things go and follow um common sense and him but your episode came out yesterday and i was listening to it and you you both were talking about this same thing as well and we talked about on my podcast um episode which is coming out in a few weeks which is sometimes it's so easy to think you have to work to being exhausted and that's just the natural end especially when you love what you do and it's like you have to put clear boundaries in place to be like no I've stopped working even if your brain tells you and your body tells you no you can do more it's like okay yeah but I've said I'll stop and so for me because of passion and because of ambition Mm in my early 20s and in my late teens everything was give it all that you have and then I would always be shocked when I had nothing left the tanker is empty empty Empty, running on fumes. fumes yeah so you don't have to work all the way till burnout give everything your best optimize do everything you can so that in the time that you allocate to your work you could be as efficient and as productive Mm. as possible but once the time comes you're doing yourself more harm than good Good. to keep going that's good yeah excellent related to a lot of the things that we've said already take as many risks as possible when you are young and you're responsible when your responsibility one thing that i've noticed as i've gotten older is my level of responsibility has increased yeah there are certain things that I now have to pay for that I didn't have to worry about yeah. five years ago. There are certain things that I know are coming up on the agenda that yeah. it's like, oh, this is a commitment. Yeah. Whilst you have less commitments, less financial responsibilities, less personal and relational responsibilities, take as many risks as, as possible can. as you can. Go for the job, even if it's punching above your mm-hmm. weight. Go for the relationship, even though it makes you feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Go for it. I really, really wish it's not necessarily a regret because I think Mm. I definitely had to go through a couple of stages before I felt comfortable. Mm -hmm. Go for it. Have the go for it mentality as young, be as audacious as you possibly can. If you are 18, 19, 20, this is your time to be audacious. Do not be bogged down by anything or anybody. Go Go for for it. it. I don't know who's listening to this that is feeling like they are being held back or feel uncomfortable Mm -mm. or whatnot. Even if you fail, at least you went for it sorry i want to add a bonus in there so much and do not be confined by everybody else's ceilings like when we were younger do you know how many times we heard you're doing too much you're doing too much you're doing too much well sorry and yet much more we will do (laughs) (laughs) sorry if you you think this is too much do you want to close your eyes because i'm gonna keep going like don't be confined i think 
so many of us are listening to everyone else. It's like, no, you have time to do that. I know it's completely contradictory to what I just said, but like all of that, but it's like, no, if you see it and it makes sense to you, go for it. Go for it. And go for it in its fullest extent. To the fullest extent. Don't have a vision. Do you know what I mean? Don't have a vision and then minimize it or like, oh, I need to reel it in. Make it realistic. When you are young, you have a license to be delusional. That's a word. (laughs) You have license license to be delusional. You are young. Be as delusional. Be naive. Be a fool. Okay, not a fool. (laughs) Not a fool. Be a wise, deluded person. A hundred percent. Because I think the most, the most audacious people are a little bit delusional. A hundred percent. Because to be, right, to be somebody that actually pursues vision and manifests it, you have to have a certain degree of crazy to be able to like, you know, see it through. Even thinking about something like TMS, we were definitely a bit screw loose yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Even so now, people still ask us, so why do you, do why you know, this? Do you do, what is it that you do? Yeah, what is a digital system? I don't understand. know, but we're doing it. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> you're not part of part. You're not Sometimes part of I don't understand. Sometimes I don't. But you know what? We've seen it and there we've we decided to be delusional and run with it. There are certain things that are even manifesting now mm-hmm. that were delusional to us two three years ago and that's another thing about vision some of the vision won't make sense to the people around you now and some of it won't even make sense to you but guess when it's going to make sense in the two the three the four the five year when it comes and it manifests suddenly everyone's like wow that's amazing i understand it now this is great i understand it yeah sometimes it's only you that will see the vision before everybody else has the opportunity there's nothing else to reference to so it's like now that i've made it now everyone sees that it's possible and they're replicating do you know how crazy he must have been Honest back in God. the day when he was like i'm going to make this little piece of yeah. technology that everybody is going to absolutely fall in love yeah. with be obsessed with and have a whole ecosystem of around but that's the thing not everyone is called to that level of the edge like right. not everyone is called to that point and so sometimes it can be easy to be discouraged by those who weren't called to that point who are like why are you venturing beyond because i'm called to that point absolutely. you don't have to come absolutely i'm already scared shut up uh, Look, go for it. Go yeah, big or do go, home. go home. Don't, don't go even home. venture. Don't even venture outside if you're not going to go big. Mm, go big. Be good. delusional, especially if you're a woman, because mm, so often we are told you can't do this. Mm-hmm. Don't try this. Come you're on. punching above your weight. Come on. This is outside of what we Come think on. women should do. do. Go for it. Go for it now. Hundred percent. Next thing for me is ooh, create more than you consume. <laughs> like, so that's a big one. Oh. <laughs> create more than you can see one of the biggest life lessons i'm going to keep this one short i know how i react when i have just consumed 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 and i feel heavy i feel heavy i feel full i feel like i want to burst and it's like okay how do you have an outlet you have to create as well but you find the right balance for me when you create more than you consume because i think i was created and we were created to create Mm -hmm, things mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. not just other human beings in the form of giving birth Mm -hmm. but actually the ideas you have the visions you get the relationships you have they manifest things whether that's evolution and growth whatever it is so work on yourself work on your ideas work on the content work on the business work on the formulas whatever it is that you do work on it and put out things which literally come from your mind and your heart into the world and you will find true fulfillment beautiful you will start to feel drained when you keep eating and eating eating it will get past the point where it nourishes you and a point where it burdens you Mm. and i have lived with the heaviness of that burdening and it's not cute 
It's not cute at Mm-mm. all. Create. Create. In whatever form. Like, it doesn't have to be creative. It just has to be a creation. Mm. And just put it out there. I love that. Yeah. I feel like we're in sync because the next mm-hmm. one that I have for you guys <laughs> is find a hobby that you enjoy doing just for the sake of doing, doing it. it. I think, again, we're entering into this place where it's like, oh, we've got to monetize. Yeah, it's got to yeah, be yeah, useful. Yeah. It's got to be ETC. Your outlet doesn't always have to be something that is functional or informed by capitalism. It can be something that you actually enjoy doing. And I think the... The, the reason that many of us are becoming boring when we get older is because we have no hobbies. None We're whatsoever. all about work. We're all about the side hustles, which yeah, are all great, great things, great things to have. But what do you actually do outside of that? Yeah. What do you do in your spare time? Yeah. What actually brings you joy? Yeah. What kind of things are you into? Even if it's niche, even if it's like slightly mm. weird, if it's slightly, you know, eclectic, those are the kind of things that make you interesting. Facts. Cool people. Good. Find something cool. cool. Find a hobby. Back in the day when we were, you know, students and stuff, we were doing all sorts of rubbish and nonsense. Right. We were doing all sorts of things Mm -hmm. because we had a whole bunch of time. Mm -hmm. And granted, time is such a scarce resource for many of us. It's even more important that we are very intentional about how we spend Mm. it. And sometimes we can intentionally do nothing. Yeah. But I intentionally do things that we actually enjoy. The reason why people are doing that though is because of the economy. There we go. It feels like a waste of time and productivity and stuff to... To just have something you don't monetize honestly. or isn't bringing a result but honestly and truly that's where you find the most joy sometimes and the most rest and relax there's a reason why our generation is becoming that burnt out generation because it's like all we do is produce all right. we're doing is productivity and it's like you need to have rest you need to decompress you need to relax you're a human being you need to sleep <sighs> You need to find joy. And enjoy doing like this whole guilt around. Look, and as someone who is obsessed with productivity, Mm -hmm. I love sleeping. I love baking. I love Mm -hmm. eating. I love Netflix. There's Mm -hmm. things that I do just for the sake of doing them because they're fun. Whoa, but I did a video. (laughs) Sorry, I did a (laughs) chit. No, because this literally made me remember something. Doing a chit chat, get ready with me. Somebody comments under because I was like, oh, I've taken off my makeup. I'm going to go and watch a film. And someone commented, how can you say that you love productivity and purpose and go and watch a film? That's like the biggest waste of time ever. I said, you're going to die early. I- you're going to, this is not how to live a life. She said watching a film is a waste of time. Of wait, the biggest waste of time. That's why your eyes are twitching when you're looking at all these short form contents. No focus. No focus whatsoever. And also I know you're unhappy. Do you know what I mean? Sorry. But I love films. And that's the purpose of art, right? Yeah. To view art and experience it and love it is purely an appreciation of beauty. It's nothing around monetization and all of that. And so a or tragedy. inside and have fun. Mm, a real tragedy i want more for people the next one is bet on yourself you're actually Mm. good at things Mm -hmm. so for me i spent a long time of my 20s insecure about my talents and being very much like oh i don't know if i'm as good as this and comparing myself to others especially because i've had quite an unconventional career and i haven't always felt confident and secure in that um and now i've got this realization at 25 that nah You've really done some great stuff. I am stuff. the baddest bee on the planet. Yeah, you've really done some real good stuff. And it's not bad to acknowledge that and give God the glory for that. And also to continue to bet on yourself to be able to make manifest the ideas Absolutely. that you have and that you have the skill set, the competence, and the resources around you to actually make it happen because you have a great mind and Absolutely. you know how to put things together. So keep learning, keep evolving bet on yourself i'm proud of you man cdb at 25 
I've done some stuff, man. They I've said she's stuff. at a peak, but she continues. Nah, to we're not even started. Yeah, I, f- I feel like for the last two years, I've been hiding. I hear it. I just show up here, but everywhere else, I'm like, no, I do. You, you don't. I show up here. And then I just go off and I grow and glow and, and then, then come back come and, back. Like, and I'm guys, like, hey, the different things that, that I've, I've done. Doing. So once I'm fully out here and I come out of hiding, oh, prepare that to grown be woman glow up. He's about prepare to be, serious. To be sick of me. Serious. Yeah. Okay. Next one for me is seek out new experiences that are very challenging, mm. such as, well, not necessarily challenging, but require you to do things by yourself. Mm. So take the solo trip, live abroad if you can find opportunities to really be yourself in a completely different awkward uncomfortable situation as someone that obviously i was very very fortunate to get a scholarship to go to harvard that year completely transformed my life in more ways than one obviously access to opportunities and network and all that kind of stuff but it actually changed me like it changed who i was as a person Mm -hmm. and because it was at a time in my early 20s i was still finding my feet being thrust into all of these situations and literally like how many miles thousands of miles away from everybody that i knew everyone that i loved it was that point in my life that was the beginning of renee as the woman Mm. because it was just like yo i've got to find myself and quickly come on very very quickly so if you can it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to save up and go it can be finding scholarships to allow you to go and study abroad it can be finding the shorter solo trips that you can go on i think one of the things that i really love about you courtney is you just I'm you gonna go somewhere a, by myself. You about to go. <laughs> I'm gonna go somewhere she by said, myself. I'll go by myself. <laughs> yeah. So if you can, where possible, especially when you're young, mm. because I'm t- I'm telling you now, the opportunities to do that will dwindle as you get older. Facts. So when you can, if you can, find those experiences to do you Come outside on. of your comfort zone and preferably mm. outside of the country. Mm. So explore the world, baby. Come on. It's a big one. my next one is your relationships with your friends and close friends and family are more important than work 100% I have spent a lot of my time child working missing out on important milestones deprioritizing people and it was probably the worst era of my life it led to the worst burnout the most isolation and feeling of loneliness and that then bred insecurity Mm. and anxiety Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. overwhelm and you know what all of that has kind of faded away and started to be dealt with the more I have prioritized repairing relationships with my family strengthening relationships with my close friends and really prioritizing intimacy which is why you need to read this book in all honesty because the focus on actually giving people who are not romantic partners your time your attention and cultivating healthy codependency with Mm. them and relationships with them it cannot be understated how transformative that can be and a lot of us are dealing with things right now which will be remedied by that very thing and so it's worth the investment and it's way more important than work especially when you find the right people and I think a lot of us think it's not worth it because we haven't found the right people Mm. but once you find the right people it makes it worth it yeah for sure man I absolutely love that and that also relates to a point of mind look at us we're in sync (laughs) do you remember the band yeah NSYNC NSYNC 
find your community and tribe. Yep. So it may be that you actually build your community and tribe through these intimate relationships that you're investing in. Or it may be that you find communities elsewhere, whether mm. it be church communities, mm. whether it be sisterhood communities, like the To My Sisters community, which you should join if Hello. you are listening to us for the first subscribe, time. Subscribe, follow. Welcome, subscribe, stars. follow. And follow purchase a ticket to the live show. Yeah, and come, and, also, come and connect with the sisters in, offline. This yeah. is an opportunity. There you go. Quite literally. But honestly, having a community around you, I think sometimes we can feel so isolated and alone because we don't have that feeling of people around us. And I know that we are super suspicious of people these days and uh, you know negativity toxicity or community community mm, all mm. that kind of stuff but if there's one thing that i think our parents generation did really really well mm. is cultivate a sense of community mm. in that it wasn't abnormal for them to have a few people a village around them mm. so intentionally curate a community or a village around you even if they're you know full of different types of relationships yeah. and different intensities of relationships it's important to have that feeling of a tribe around you because it really does support with that sense of belonging mm. i think a lot of us don't feel like we belong mm. and it's only towards the um middle of my 20s that i really feel like oh there's places i belong yeah like i have these friendships i have these relationships but i belong in this particular yeah. space and i feel comfortable in this space yeah. um so invest in community that's really good my next one is just do it stop mm. procrastinating Hi, nike. shout out to nike. Hi, nike um yeah we're available oh, for um <laughs> yeah the reason why i say that though is because <laughs> i tend to my to to-do list can sometimes really get long yeah and because i see the length of it i get overwhelmed and then i kind of do nothing because of the anxiety and the overwhelm so for me actually just get it done be productive be proactive um and work on things fast as well like you know even if you do have a lot more time get it done earlier than later just yep. to give yourself the runway and the freedom and the breathing space um it's not worth it. Like I've really learned year after year and it's a lesson that just is reoccurring in my life. Just do it. My dad used to say all the time, do it now. Just do it now. Mm -hmm. Even if you can do it later, do it now. And it was like, okay, you know what? So you had a good point. Going. I got to get going. Absolutely love that. Great, great point. For me, the next that I've got on the list is care less about what people think Come of you, on. especially if they're not close to you Ooh. or in close proximity to Come you. Come on. I can't tell you how many nights I have lost sleep or have felt uncomfortable, especially doing things that are a bit out of the norm mm -hmm. or require me to, you know, step outside mm -hmm. of myself a little bit because I've cared about what people have had to think about me or say about me. Maybe if you don't know me, I don't care. Come on. I don't care. Don't give a damn. I I can't allow so many external voices to dictate the movements of my life, particularly those that actually are not in community, communion or proximity to Facts. me. So if there are, you know, some things that you want to do, but you are fearful because you care about what people think, you need to actually reel in the amount of um, power you are giving those voices in your life. Facts. And I think, again, advent of social media is so easy for mm -hmm. us to open up to people that we don't know and mm -hmm. don't know us. It's so easy for people that don't have close proximity to us yeah. to give us advice without knowing the full extent yeah. of our situation yeah what would the point in that be yeah zero. zero go out and do the things that you love the things that you enjoy how many of us feel like hampered in our capacity to move about in life just enjoyment doing things that we like because we care about what people Facts. think some of y'all are not dancing as much as you should be dancing because you're afraid of what people will have to say about you knowing that this is probably, you know, the one time that you'll see them at this particular event. Mm. Some of you are not really speaking your mind or, you know, 
moving towards the fullest extent of your potential because you're afraid that the manifestation is not going to be popular with the people that you think care. They don't care about you, baby. Do you? Like, actually, stop caring what they think. And that leads perfectly into my next one, which is some people are just not going to agree with you. You and some people are just not going to get on. Not some people are just not gonna like you, and that's okay. You are not called to get along with everybody. There we go, and that's fine. Like it's actually okay, especially if you're a people pleaser or you're somebody who cares about what people think about you. There are gonna be some people who just don't agree with, and that the wisdom in that is also there is no point fighting to find common ground because sometimes it just doesn't exist, or you're both not called to stand on the same ground, and that's actually all right. I love that. I absolutely love that. Learn to give and receive affection, Mm. like actual love. This was something that I really struggled with, past all of that kind of stuff, to the point where it was very, very difficult. I think more so receiving Mm. than giving affection. Mm. I could learn to give affection, but in terms of receiving it, I found it really, really difficult because I used to see love as quite trans- like, transactional mm-hmm. and I always wanted to like give more than receive more. Mm-hmm. But you're actually perfectly capable and deserving of having affection. Mm-hmm. And in a multitude of different circumstances, whether it be romantic, mm-hmm. platonic, whatnot, you are deserving of reciprocation mm-hmm. and you should actively ask mm-hmm. for it. Learn to give, but also learn receive. to receive affection. Because I ain't gonna lie to you, I love being loved yeah, by people that love me. Same. It's great. Yeah, it works. And people do love you and you should be open to receive that. Especially if you do want to grow relationships. I've had many relationships in my life fall apart because I wasn't receiving the love that people wanted to give me. So yeah, you should definitely work on that one. <laughs> yeah yeah i'm not gonna lie that one can be quite destructive my next one is continue to be excellent and always give your best come on now i think for me one thing that has constantly like made a way for me is just the amount of effort or the standard that i have set for certain things and i have realized for myself in terms of the results that they bear Mm. as well as again like even in my career success it's often been because I have an element of perfectionism to me and it's not like an obsessiveness. It's more so I've seen that this is possible. Let me figure out how to make this actually happen for me so that I can be the best at it and Mm. I can continue to get better. So whether that's production quality, camera quality, um, whatever I can do to make my work actually better or even when I speak or the level of research I do into things like for me aspiring towards the best has always helped me Mm -hmm. and so keep doing that keep showing up keep being excellent keep surpassing people's expectations and as controversial as it is refuse in many aspects of your life to be average no medies in our presence hikers (laughs) (laughs) okay uh the next one that i've got is learn to be content in your own presence Mm, mm, it is okay mm, to mm, be mm, alone mm. sometimes it is okay to have fun on your ones in fact Mm, you should actively mm. cultivate moments where you can have fun on on your your ones please there are some 
there are some days that I spend the whole day with myself mm. and I am kiki and I'm having mm. a great time. I'm mm-hmm. doing everything that I love. You need to be able to know yourself, enjoy yourself without the presence of other people. Yeah. So that when you do get into the presence of other people, you have more to add than just a need. Yes. I think sometimes we get into the presence of people always needing them. Yes. But it's not necessarily just about articulating and sharing need, yeah. but also showing up and actually being a valuable contributor to that relationship. Yeah. And the way that you can do that is working on yourself, Facts. being by yourself. Facts. And it's also when you are by yourself that you have the silence and the opportunity to really reflect on who you are as a mm, person good. so learn to be content in your own presence good. and i think there's actually a study that i've been obsessed with recently that shows the amount of time you spend with different people guess who you spend the most time with over the course of your lifetime it's you baby girl that's it ding 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 so you better get comfortable mm. being in your presence being in your presence my one my penultimate one is pursue getting wisdom mm. I have found that if there is anything that has helped me navigate life, it hasn't even just been how much I know. It is my ability to apply what I have learned, not just from books, but also from human behavior. Mm. And I think wisdom is something that people lack because, for example, it is wisdom that tells you that even though something is true, it may not need to be said now. Mm. Do you get what I mean? Right. Do you get what I mean? That, that's knowledge tells you, but something else is true. Wisdom tells you, analyze the entire situation. Some people may call it emotional intelligence or whatever. But for yeah. me personally, it is an understanding of the way that life works and that everything is not scientific and it is not formulaic even things such as love and the other things which drive our lives and our Mm, relationship mm -hmm, mm -hmm, require mm -hmm. wisdom in order to be successful because just because one plus one equals two sometimes when it comes to life it equals 16 it's wisdom that helps you discern that it's wisdom that helps you navigate that so pursue wisdom and honestly if you ask me how do you get it I can tell you read all the books which is good and acquire as much knowledge as possible Mm -hmm. but my bible tells me that the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom and so understanding and accepting for me that everything is sometimes not understandable um and sometimes you just needed an element of discernment an element of intuitiveness um and a desire to not even a desire, a humility in order to navigate the world is what helps you navigate Mm. the world better. And that to me is wisdom. Beautiful, beautiful. So for my last one, for Mm. my ladies up to 25, learn to communicate well. Learn so well to my last one. (laughs) This is the height of besties. Yeah. Um, But bear it in mind, we ain't looked at each other's list at until all. we actually, yeah, 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 so, yeah. you know, it was, it was flowing, yeah. it was flowing. Learn to communicate better. Yeah. I think that it is a real shame that so many, so much destruction is wrought by our lack of communication yeah. and our lack of community, our lack of capacity to communicate. communicate. We don't prioritize it. We often think that communication is simply talking, talking. but communication in that wisdom is such an <sighs> important part of communication, emotional intelligence, understanding of other people, understanding of people's bodies, mm-hmm. understanding of people's needs. experiences, their needs. That all goes into communication, feeling comfortable enough to be able to translate what you're feeling into something that's practical. and understandable by other people it is the bedrock of so much progress in so many different spaces and capacities in relationships on this goddamn podcast 
oftentimes when folks you know comment on the podcast and they're like i love the way you guys articulate mm. stuff it's because we've actually intentionally curated opportunities for us to become better communicators, communicators. and the work is ongoing we learn we read we talk to people that you know mm. very very different experiences mm. we prioritize getting mentorship all around communication mm. how do you speak to people but also do you hear them do you mm. actually listen to mm -hmm. them do you understand mm -hmm. them i think that sometimes again communication is all about what we hear yeah. but there's actually a difference between hearing and listening yeah. hearing is the perception of sound yeah. listening is allowing that sound to be turned into understanding yeah. do you understand what that person has said to you do people understand you, you. when you speak are you confident at articulating in your needs yeah. because these can really lead to the destruction of relationships Facts. your own destruction because have you ever felt frustrated when you can't put into words what you're feeling yeah. what you're thinking yeah not only do you become frustrated but people become frustrated with you yeah. when you can't communicate yeah. how many times do we get into relationships with people that are um, seemingly emotionally unavailable i wonder if the query is around emotional unavailability or is it around communication, communication. they're also on they're also emotionally unavailable because they can't translate that emotion exactly. into words or practical um things to do that they need yeah focus on getting that communication right girl. it doesn't even have to look like going to classes or anything like that although educational institutions are great places to have a foundation for your communication mm -hmm. it looks like reading it looks like having intimate discussions with your friends yeah. it looks like challenging each other yeah. me and courtney people even there's one um print screen that i've kept of us like speaking on the phone for like six mm. hours obviously we're not speaking throughout the six hours forever <laughs> like that would be weird mm. and strange but there are people in your life that you can talk about anything under the sun, With. use them and use that yeah. as an opportunity to practice yeah. and ask for feedback too. Yes, that's Did literally that sound, what I was thinking. Do you know what I mean? Did yeah. that sound good? Did yeah. that land well? Yeah. Because you will stop yourself from getting into so much hot water and trouble if you focus on not just um, saying things, but also on your delivery. Yeah. So girl. And that's not just your command of the English language or right. whatever language you speak, sorry. It's really... <laughs> Your ability to master all language, right. which is physical, right. sexual, body language, tone, tonality, like all of it. It's very much when you say stuff, you know, it's not just you saying stuff, you're saying stuff. Mm. And with that, you need to know what you're communicating to people and what people are reading off you. And if you find yourself constantly misunderstood, it could be because of you. And that brings me to my last point, which is always communicate with honesty, mm. but also with compassion. Oh, that linked real well. Yeah. You did that because for me, truth matters right. right and the pursuit of truth and understanding matters and so i am a person who loves to conversate as you can tell from this podcast i love to get to the bottom of things which means i also am somebody who likes to ask questions yep. a lot yeah. however in my pursuit of truth or in my desire to be honest with people and never really i wouldn't say never sugarcoat but never deceive yep I need to realize I need to be compassionate, compassionate, sorry. I need to have compassion to people because as much as maybe what you did didn't make sense to me, mm -hmm. it actually made sense to you. And so I need to understand where is your mind at? Absolutely. And I think we can assume even in the personal development space, the podcasting space, the social media space, we can assume this position of arrogance, which is you're dumb for doing what you did. And it's like, 
if you were more compassionate, you would realize everyone thinks they're valid in what they did. Or right. in some, in most cases, people knew that they were wrong, but they felt they had to do it. Mm. And so having that compassion helps you to understand that you are not the master of life, right? You are not the blueprint for all sense. <laughs> there are people who are operating in this world based on their own life experiences, mm. what they have been told, what they have been equipped with, the resources that they have, and what they believe is actually available to them. Yeah. And the opportunities they believe that they have in life or how limited those opportunities are for a better life. Absolutely. And so just because they have done something which you may not have done, even in the pursuit of telling the truth, you should still have compassion to the point, mm. to the fact that everyone is different and is living a different life. And also it may give you the opportunity to learn a thing Absolutely. or two about the world. Absolutely. So Bob's your uncle. Vanjie's your aunt. Who is your aunt? Fangi. Who is Fangi? Fangela. That is the tw- the 26th thing I've learned. It's Fangela. Eh? Fangela. No, it's Fanny's your aunt. But Fanny also means vagina. <laughs> My best friend, ladies and gentlemen. I told you I'm the young girl of the yeah, podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she really showed her age now, huh? <laughs> But yes, we hope that you have enjoyed those 25 things we have learned by 25. We wanted to get them all out to you. 25 is a big number. Big number. So uh, if you want us to dive deep into any of these life lessons, please drop it in the comments. Like it is hot. But also in the comments section, wish my best friend a very big happy birthday. Um, if you would I like to you. bless us as well, I will leave our PayPal down. We're not accepting monetary gifts. But you know what we are accepting? A purchase of, of our the book. book. That would there be we the go. Best if you would like to give your great sister Renee, the elder of the community, mm. allegedly, mm. Um, a great because I know there's ladies. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. But but if you would like to bless me with a gift, yeah. please come to our book launch and even better, purchase our book where we delve into all of these life lessons yes. that we've actually touched on in this also episode. We want to hug you. We want to talk to you. We want you to experience the sisterhood. Absolutely. So come along. Uh, but yes, Renee, I love you deeply. It is an honor to get to do this with you. And as you enter your grown woman era, may you go from strength to strength, a glory to glory, beauty to beauty. And may you truly glow and grow. Yeah. 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 I like that for you. I like that. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So, sisters, we will talk to you very, very soon. Have an amazing week. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, everywhere at To My Sisterhood. But you can follow our individual journeys at Renee Kapuku, at CD Boating. Rate the podcast five stars. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. All of that good stuff. Sign up to the mailing list as well. But we will talk to you soon. And as always, no matter what age you are, keep glowing and growing. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com